Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. episode 317 of see you next wednesday a podcast about film and pop culture and this episode is dropping on wednesday august 29th 2018 and my name is dan gorman i am a new tie wearing (laughs) (laughs) my name is casey lyons and tim i can't gamble on hopefully because in 10 years my kid's gonna be nine and if he's anything like me He's going to need braces for his legs because his dick's so big. (laughs) My name is Greg LeGros. And I know that for a guy who says he's not a cat, you sure do love milk. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, We have lots of stuff to talk about this week. Uh, We have Film Roulette where we will be talking about show dogs plus two winning choice films. We'll be talking about three winning films. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we'll be talking about the Duran Duran tribute album I made you listen to. We'll talk about uh, what we're going to roll for next week and more. Uh, and before that, we'll talk about uh, new movies and things that we are excited about. Uh, but you can find us online at uh, modernsuperior.com. You can email us at info at modernsuperior.com. And you can follow us on Twitter at SYNWPC, which is also the name of our Facebook page. So if you type that into Facebook, we're there too. Yep. Done. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Doing very little. Yeah. yeah. On Facebook. Yeah. <laughs> um, sweet. What up? Hi, guys. Hey. Hi, fellas. What's going on? I don't know. Nothing. <laughs> it's hot it as hot. hell today. It is so hey. hot in this stupid oh ass city. Yeah. I feel like this room doesn't get as much air conditioning <laughs> as the rest of them. We're at Casey's always wonderful place. I don't place. know what that shit is. Yeah. It's this one. <laughs> For me, it's my bedroom, which is great. Oh, that's fun. Really nice. Oh, that's where you want really no very, air conditioning. Very nice and good. <laughs> really very nice and good. Yeah. <laughs> hey, hey. Is yeah. Oscar Isaac Batman? Oh, is that what's going I'm on? I'm just jumping into things. Well, apparently. I have and... not slept. I prepare for yeah. a very erratic episode well, for me. I... <laughs> is, that a, is that a thing? Is yeah. that what's happening? He is in talks to... Now, they haven't said what role, but he is in talks to join Matt Reeves... Batman film. Okay. Is no this... one else is in talks to do anything with that movie. <laughs> uh, nor should they be. So mm. this isn't part of the uh, I've already said ill-advised new, new trilogy. They're getting away from it. It's like 99.9% not Ben Affleck. Okay. Uh... So it's going to be Oscar Isaac 
but point zero one percent. He one. has to carry around a picture, like a very small picture of Ben Affleck. But yeah. it can be in the wallet. It doesn't it have to be on either. screen. Oh, he doesn't actually have to show people. <laughs> no, no, this yeah. is what I used to look like. Yeah. <laughs> um, now, is this still part of the ongoing DC uh, cinematic I think this universe? This is part of their uh, rerouting. Like the okay, Joker so, movie doesn't have shit to do with anything. Okay, there, that's not to say that maybe that new Joker yeah. movie in this. Don't well, that's what I was kinda, wondering. Yeah. if this was going to share a universe with Scorsese's yeah. uh, Joker movie. I like they might just start this one up and have that Joker movie and go whoopsies. Is it this way? It's yeah. Todd Phillips now, though. Todd oh, Phillips it's it's, is, uh, it's is produced, produced by oh, yeah. uh, by Scorsese yeah. and directed by Todd Phillips. And yeah. honestly, I mean, I I, I could have taken nor left. Is that a sentence? Well, you said uh, uh, Todd Phillips. Um, but I can say I liked War Dogs. Yeah. Uh, it was fun. Um, yeah, because the only news that I wrote down about the Batman stuff was that Alec Baldwin is is going to be in the Joker movie as right. Batman's dad. Yeah. Thomas Wayne. Yeah. Um, Batman. Yeah. And so, interesting. I don't know. Maybe we'll get something good out of this stuff. Yeah. Hopefully. Joaquin Phoenix is a good choice. That'll be. Yeah. Yeah. I know he'll lean into it. He'll... But I would just to stop denying us a Willem Dafoe Joker. I mean, really, <laughs> look at his fucking look at face. His face. <laughs> <laughs> Can we not get that together? Yeah. Don't put any. Put a little bit of lipstick on him. Maybe. Yeah. yeah. Just go watch that scene in Spider Man One when he argues with himself in the mirror. Yeah. Because yeah. it's the best scene in the movie and one of the best scenes ever in a comic book movie. And just like, yeah, that's the Joker. Yeah. yeah. Ugh. <laughs> so many lost uh, like I, I love his performance in Spider-Man 1 yeah so great so funny and weird and genuinely frightening at points yeah great anyway what are we talking about he was better than Dane DeHaan yeah <laughs> certainly was um, um, I think so we what, were... if, but what if he is is it Oscar Isaac's Batman yeah uh, I would be I'm actually into that I'm into that yeah. he's a pretty fucking good actor yeah yeah, I've been uh, I've been pretty much digging everything everything he does that he he has done. And the first time I remember seeing him in anything was um Sucker Punch, which is a terrible movie and his performance oh. is very campy. <laughs> but I was like, I think I like this guy. Yeah, yeah. Like I hate everything about this movie. Right. And I should hate this guy, but there's yeah. something about what he's doing. I think he's having fun. Right. So, uh hey, yeah, Lewin Davis though. Uh, yeah, that's fun. a hell of a performance. Like, but then, and after then that, I mean, I'm on board. Ex Machina. That. That's a fucking very different and amazing performance. Totally, and then he's great as Poe Dameron. Like he can pretty much so handle good. the tone of anything. Yeah, yeah. Uh, thrown his way so far, and he can definitely be broody. Yeah, broody. They, they redo broody. It in the Cosby Show. <laughs> 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 so they call him uh, Broody Huxtable. Yeah. <laughs> Good night, everyone. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. That'd be interesting. It's an inspired choice anyway. That'd yeah. Be, they'd be really going for it then. Yeah. I like him better than Affleck. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's, I'm surprised we got as many Affleck performances of Batman as we did. Like, it yeah. seemed from the start kind of like, like there was some hope when the, some of the photos came out and stuff, but the yeah. movies weren't and good. And he wasn't. So. Uh, he, well, he wasn't the. He, he had didn't ruin the movies that yeah. uh, really worked in some of <laughs> the uh, Batman loves Superman. Yeah. yeah. Um, yes. Yeah. But um, that's yeah. I don't know. He had moments where I was like, maybe, maybe. No. Yeah, the movies needed to be better. A lot of things needed to yeah. be better. Yeah, uh, yeah, like top to bottom. I actually <laughs> tried to rewatch Justice League again because I mm. really want to like it. Yeah, uh, it's and... like 
I don't know. You can get through it. <laughs> that <laughs> is the best you can say about yeah. that movie. Because yeah. I did it... not give a fuck about anything. <laughs> is it? I don't. But I don't think it's better than Batman Loves Superman. Because Batman Loves Superman had higher highs, although it had devastating lows. Yeah. But it did have moments of stuff that I was like, well, that's kind of cool. I liked that. Yeah. And there's nothing in yeah. Justice League like I'm that. waiting for the Just sugary Justice League doesn't quite bottom out as low as... I was waiting for uh, the scene in Justice League where he goes, wait a minute. What's your dad's name? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, that was the only comic book thing I wrote down. The, uh, the Alec Baldwin stuff. Yeah. Uh, I did watch the trailer for Suspiria. Oh, I saw that trailer too. I've not seen eyes. that trailer. Yeah, I watched that. It's from the director of uh, Call Me by Your Name, mm-hmm. uh, starring Tilda Swinton and Tilda Swinton? Question mark. What? <laughs> How does it look? Uh, I'm I'm 100 on board on this. Awesome. Yeah, I'm so yeah. excited. It looks it looks beautiful. I like, really am on board. Really. Uh, uh, yeah, like like he took the right uh, influences from the right places. Yeah. Now I've heard this guy. I've seen, like I've heard this guy talk, the director, and and I'm like, oh my god, don't like you as a person. <laughs> but uh, but man, I feel like he's got the right tone. Absolutely. Yeah, totally. It it has. I I see a lot of people being like, oh, it doesn't have the color or whatever, and I'm totally on the train of like good. Yeah, don't because do that's, that. <laughs> because he's not trying to make yeah. a um uh what's his face movie uh, an Argento movie. Yeah, mm. it looks like that he's taken the sort of color and 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 he's decided to mute it, but then yeah. lean into like textures because it has a lot of like that kind yeah. of like film grain, but also like everything in the dance scenes has. There's a lot of sort of like. Uh, there's a dance scenes where uh, where they're all kind of like covered with these like stringy hanging bits, and then there's a lot mm. of just like from the way the world looks to the way that the costumes are designed, it looks more of a textural movie than a, like, neon bright. And, and, and I think that's the right way to go. Yeah, he's definitely drawing a lot from, uh, like, 70s integrity horror. Yeah, and, uh, like, which, even Black Swan or that kind of, like, yeah. yeah. I mean, there's going to be those comparisons, yeah. obviously, but uh, good lord, yeah, oh, I think it looks I, really cool. great. However, yeah. <laughs> I don't think it looks as good as uh, maybe one of the best trailers I've ever seen. Uh, the trailer for the new Jer- Jeremy Saulnier movie. Oh, Hold yeah, the that's duck. good. Did you see that trailer? No. Yeah, Hold the really what? Good. Duck? Hold the duck. Hold my duck. <laughs> it's called Hold My Duck. Yeah, it's, it's, I'm going to shoot this guy. It's a super yeah. wacky comedy. Yeah. <laughs> Hold my, what? Hold the dark. Hold the dark. Oh, I did hear about this. Yeah. It's uh, it's based on a novel, mm-hmm. uh, and the screenplay is uh, written by... Um, the by, novelist? By uh, Macon Blair. Oh, okay. Oh. Um, and directed by Jeremy Saulnier, you know, longtime collaborator yeah. Jeremy Saulnier. It's about, uh, and it stars uh, Jeffrey Wright, which fucking, mm. yes, let's get an amazing <laughs> movie that stars good. Jeffrey yes. Wright. Uh, he plays uh, a writer, I think a novelist, but uh, a writer who is uh, contracted by a family uh, to go out to the wilderness to find uh, this family's son yeah. or, or children, I can't remember exactly, who, who they believe were uh, taken away by wolves. Yeah, and then you find out that it might not be wolves, it and could, that it could just be yeah. a whole crazy mess of what? Yeah. Mm. <laughs> okay. Yeah, it looks it looks great. I, honestly, like the trailer didn't even need to do anything because I'm just like, oh, Solonier. Okay, next movie. Yeah. I, I 
don't even need to see a single frame I, I'm in because I love Green oh. Room and I love Blue Ruin. So there's, mm-hmm. like, <laughs> I, I feel like the day he makes a movie that I don't absolutely love is the day I go, huh? Mm-hmm. <laughs> there's the bad one. <laughs> yeah, it looks good. It looks, even Murder Party yeah. is fucking adorable. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it looks really grim and thrilling and dark and amazing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, so good. And it's a Netflix. Pick. Yeah, so, so it's like, like I think oh. September 29th yeah. or oh, something. Shit. It should be yeah. up soon. Okay, then. Yeah. So excited. On the horizon. Nice. Start yeah. that. Hold uh, the dark. Halloween viewing or something. Yeah. yeah. Are you guys feeling the Halloween already? Yeah. Athena I and I were just talking about, like, is it too early to start? No. <laughs> Once the pumpkin is on the shelf and in latte form, I'm in. I'm on. I'm is that already. happening? It's, oh, yeah. Pumpkin lattes, uh, it's pumpkin. So hot. It's already. It's so hot. Yeah. I don't want one of those. Pumpkin spices is. On the shelves. I'm and then in. when it's cold, I don't want one of those. <laughs> I like it. Yeah, I don't mind. I, I, I liked the first one I had. I was like, this is delightful. But then there's a uh, there's a grease that it leaves in your mouth and, mm-hmm. it, and yeah. an aftertaste. I'm more on board for the pumpkin cream cheese muffins that they have at both Starbucks and uh, Tim Hortons. I'll tell the you. Starbucks one is fucking incredible oh i don't know yeah. anything about that but it sounds terrible it's, although i do love a pumpkin pie it's a pumpkin pie like a pumpkin tasting pie? muffin i feel like a pumpkin it's pie so is a very good. polarizing pie oh no. it's amazing everyone likes pumpkin if you don't pie. like pumpkin pie get the fuck out of here yeah, yeah. <laughs> none of us left yeah because we all love pumpkin you know why yeah, yeah. i'll tell you why because <laughs> really it's good. so good yeah. with cream because Hell it's yeah. so good that's exactly right dan <laughs> Uh, yep. Yeah, Halloween. <laughs> All right. Well, I don't think it's too we early. We took care of pumpkin pie. Yeah. <laughs> Take that right off the table. Yeah. I started thinking about other pies. Yeah. <laughs> I was about to have a, we're get into pie conversation. Pie corner. I'll tell you what. Yeah. I love a pumpkin pie, but my yeah. favorite pie. Yep. And All now right, keep here in mind, I am a big Warren fan. Cherry pie. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I like cherry, cherry pie. pie. my favorite pie. How do you guys sure. feel about rhubarb? Because I'm not a oh. rhubarb fan. Oh, rhubarb can take a fucking hike. As Thank far as God. Long as I, I like rhubarb. I don't hate it, but I just... Uh, but you, rhubarb is better when it's mixed with something else. Yeah. Like rhubarb. But you got to sugar the Stra- fuck out. Yeah, and rhubarb yeah. mixed with like strawberry. That's a good pie. But mm. I'm always just like, yeah, what's this like other thing I don't want in here? Yeah, no, I don't want either of those things in a pie. I'm selective with my strawberry. Yeah. And that's a, not something about me that you guys maybe yeah. didn't know. Do you guys... Here's my last question about pies. <laughs> Do you, you guys... Uh, are you on board for the classic apple, or are you somebody who's like, boring pick? Give I, me a fucking... A well-done apple yeah. pie? Yeah. Every time, baby. Okay. Put a slice of cheddar cheese on that son of a bitch. Mm-hmm. You got yourself a pie, man. Yeah, because I, nice. I was at a cottage recently, and there was a bunch of different types of pies, and then there was an apple one there, and I knew these were all going to be really high quality from the place they purchased it from, so I was like, you know what? I got to go apple, and, and some people were like, that's a bit of a plain pick. There's like bumblebear, <laughs> brambleberry, or like there's all these different berries and raspberry and strawberry rhubarb, and I was like, I got to go slice one baseline apple, apple pie, pie. Yeah. <laughs> given the choice between apple and cherry I would have a cherry okay but then oh, if yeah. there's a key lime there I'm very charmed. oh man oh key lime a forget pecan? about it why don't you go fuck yourself <laughs> a pecan pie is where it's at <laughs> I love it I get I very antagonistic it. about pie yeah <laughs> how did we get on pies <laughs> I don't know pumpkin. Uh, oh, pumpkin. Anyway, Jeremy Sommelier made a very yeah. violent movie. Yeah. And pumpkin pie is delicious. Yeah, Halloween, uh, Halloween on the horizon. Yeah, Halloween's coming. I am happy. Yeah. Yeah. 
Totally. The only other thing I wrote down from news was that uh, Roseanne will be killed off on the ABC's The Connor spinoff. Yeah. And <laughs> the I'm... only way I'm going to be all right with it, I just don't yeah. think they need to do this. Yeah, I'm, the, I'm the game show. for it, though. Yeah, yeah I'll watch. The, the only way I'm on board is if she is killed off on the show. <laughs> on <laughs> That's the first episode. <laughs> yeah, no, I just love the yeah, cast. Just, just I just Jackie see them. freaks out and just chokes her out. Yeah. Just, just chokes her to just death. Shut up. Yeah. Die, oh, you racist. <laughs> no. And it's tied into the real life things where she in the yeah. show, yeah, she tweeted yeah. that. She tweeted something out. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh-huh. So, what have you guys been watching? Oh. TV shows, movies. TV shows and movies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's funny. I've been watching yeah. some of those. Yeah, too. yeah, yeah. yeah I'm yeah, going to yeah. be real quick on this, but uh, Casey's already brought it up Castle Rock. Yes. Yes. Is I'll a show. With you. Okay. So, oh, I'm about to watch some too. I'm about four episodes in now. I'm about two. And I love it. I think it's great. I think it's very good. Yeah. Two episodes, not like a crazy amount of anything has happened yet. That's, but, but I'm that's, very interested. Yeah. That's the thing. That's what I love about it because now it doesn't feel like it's overly trying. Like, you remember the movie Dreamcatcher? <laughs> no. Yeah, like, yeah. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> oh, where you're like, oh, God, they're really leaning into the Stephen Kinginess of it yeah, all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I, I feel like this movie retains a sense of Stephen Kingness or the show, I mean, uh, while while still kind of doing its own thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, it's a nice, like, combination of, of like, tales. The, the thing that struck me most about the first episode, which I was, when the first episode ended, I was, like, kind of running on a high of, like, holy shit, I love this. Yeah. And now that I'm four episodes in, there's been times where I, my interest has gone and come and gone, but I'm still very much engaged. I find it, I, I find I like it in the same way that I love Breaking Bad, where it's, uh, um, it's a completely different thing. But I don't expect too much to happen yeah. because I like the world that they're building mm-hmm. a but, lot. Yeah. Um, and uh, uh, did you get? <laughs> oh, there's well, a part. I just I, you I won't have gotten to it. So I, I wanted to say like mm-hmm. it strikes a really good balance of you know things being complicated and characters interacting with pasts and stuff. It strikes a good balance of like that stuff being just complicated enough to be interesting, but not so complicated that you're constantly being like, well, who is that? Yeah. Because I just came off the show Picnic at Hanging Rock, which I liked fine, but was constantly like turning to Emma being like, why is that? Why is that dramatic? Who are they? Why yeah. are they doing this? Like, because I, I was only paying so much attention, I was just like, I don't get any of this. Yeah. So this show is just like a nice, like I like the first episode. I just thought was a nice sort of like layered, like oh that's happening. That oh over there, this is happening. So mm-hmm. it, I thought it was a good balance of like the way that they're telling these sort of different character stories and how they're coming to a point. I found very organic and just just enough to keep me coming back for yeah. more. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I keep going with that. I like it. I like the Stephen Kingy in this. Yeah, but they yeah. they have the tone down. It yeah. feels there. There are a couple of things I'll talk about. So, spoiler alert. Actually, this isn't a spoiler because her name is on IMDb. Yeah. But you know, uh, Jane Levy. Yeah. Uh, in, in the show, do you know what her name is in the show? Jackie Torrance. Yeah, Jack Torrance. Mm, yeah. 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 Oh, does she get well? She gets to a well. They name her right away, and I was like, "What are they doing here?" Yeah. Uh, yeah, and there's a couple things like that, like where. Uh, um, yeah. Uh, they 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 don't. I can't remember what uh, um, what's her name, Melanie Linsky. I can't remember yeah. what her character's name is. They make a couple of references around her, yeah, that like... sort of lead you towards like, oh, there's like some fire starter yeah. aspects. Yeah, to her. like you have right. some, co- yeah. yeah. Um, I even when it leans really heavily into the like, hey, King fans, wink, wink. I'm yeah. still like, there's one scene I think in the second episode 
or maybe the third where somebody finds like a folder of news clippings yeah, and like yeah. literally every news yeah, clipping like, is like a just, different it's, king. It's I was like, like yeah. one of these has to not be a book. And there's a, there's a dog that wanders yeah. around. That yeah, like, it's like dog loose and then it's are. like kids find body and then it's like this thrift store owner some, had some weird things happen. I was like, yeah. Yeah. okay. And also uh, uh, the, the sheriff in Needful Things name is uh, yeah. Alan Pangborn. Um, uh, yeah, that's right. Alan yeah. Pangborn, and that's yeah. He's who, also the in, uh, the dark app. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, I like it. I yeah, I yeah. I'm I'm so fucking charmed by it. I love it. That's I'm nice. I'm excited to get further I love the into guy it. Who plays uh, Henry Deaver. I think he's yeah, fucking he's really totally good. Perfect. Yeah, 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 yeah. My brother was saying he's like seven on the seventh episode or whatever the most recent one is. He was like, I got emotional watching it. So I'm like, oh, okay, hmm. like it's gonna keep getting better. Hopefully, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Castle Rock. Check it out. What do you guys think out there on the internet? Let us know. Yeah, friends, come on. What else? Come on, girl. Have y'all been watching? Mm, I've been watching more of that Final Space. Yeah? I didn't try it because I was stuck on Disenchantment. Oh, Oh. I watched about 10 minutes of that and was like, I'm out of here. I watched about 15 and I was like, I hate Oh, I watched almost all of it and I was like, this is great. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. So I should keep going with it? I like it a lot. Oh. Fair enough. I, I was not interested even a little bit. And all Aaron no. yeah, did. Maybe it was the mood. I, mean, <laughs> I don't know. And I maybe I'm just supered into a different cartoon right now. So yeah. And it's a different tone. But my yeah. thing. Oh, so it, you're like. Sorry, go ahead. So like on a quick wrap up a bow on Disenchantment. My thing is like I didn't. I went in with no expectations. I was like, as long as this is as good as the like not great late career Futurama, I'm fine. And I was pleasantly surprised that I liked the characters and had a lot of laughs with what I've seen. Mm-hmm. I'm a few episodes from the end, but. Um. Yeah, yeah I, I was like, "This is enough for me. It's funny, and I like them." So yeah, yeah. I'll try again. But, but Final uh, Space, I yeah, need to get man, on. I'm just really into it. Yeah, I really like it. And yeah, because you were like, kind of on the fence about well, it. First, it starts uh, like there, it does, and it's still there's a little peppering throughout of like the, like maybe a joke. Well, yeah, I'm being yeah. too cri- honestly I'm being too critical because I, I like I I have a, it's really doing its own thing, and it's coming by all of its choices really honestly. And I do laugh out loud, and the most recent episode I watched made me emotional. Nice. Um, there's this, there's a, a honesty about what it's trying to do, that, or an integrity or something. Um, they have a clear vision anyway, and I'm super into it. I like the story a lot. I really like the characters. It's a really comforting watch, and the episodes are quick. They're fucking 20 minutes. Yeah. And yeah. occasionally it's super funny. Yeah, I got to watch like, it. super funny. I Definitely. think it's just great. Just, just fucking delightful. Yeah, it's a special, unique show. Good for it. And it's on Netflix. It it's is. a Netflix original. It, I feel yes. like. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah. it is. Final yeah. space. Yeah, yeah. I want to watch it because, like, I keep you should. It, and yeah. get, watch more than one episode. Yeah, yeah, I was not super into the first episode. Yeah, I generally like. I feel like almost every show is not good yeah, right away. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I, I find there's just too much stuff. Yeah. Uh, I've been watching a show. Mm-hmm. I actually finished the second season of. Um, that I think is my favorite comedy of like the past yeah? 15, 20 years. Uh, I watched season two of Detroiters. Oh, Detroiters is so good. It's so good it, to yeah. the point where I watch it and it's, it's really on its face. It's a show about two dipshits. Yeah. Um, but it's so wonderfully endearing and their friendship is so sweet and so um, honest, and the performances like it's it's basically created by Tim Robinson and Sam Richardson, 
and it, and the, the relationship, like the show lives and dies by their relationship. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's a fun premise. It's just basically two guys who work for kind of a shitty ad agency who yeah. do local uh, uh, local ads. Um, but uh, it's it's so wonderful. And then the last episode. Something happens on the last episode <laughs> that is one of the funniest concepts I have ever seen anywhere. No. I was like, I was so blown away and I was, uh, I was dying. Yeah, I've seen the first season. I don't think I've seen any of the second season, but I was really into it when I watched the first season. It's, it's, it's a show that I like, it's rare that a comedy that, uh, that I will connect yeah. Like, uh, like I don't want to say emotionally because yeah. like, we've been saying emotionally a lot on this episode. <laughs> but I, I have this deep connection with it, and I love it so much in this yeah. way where I'm like, this show is so sweet, and it and also so just has nice. really good gags. And, like and, I remember there were some gags in the first few episodes where I was just like, as a its own micro piece of comedy, that is fucking brilliant. <laughs> and there's so many of that in season, so much of that in season two, and. Yeah, I, I can't say enough good things about it. It is absolutely my favorite uh, uh, comedy show yeah. that I've seen in, in again, probably. I'll have to watch more. Yeah, season two. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Was season well, two recent? Like it just yeah, ended? Okay. Recent, yeah. Cool. Um, what did I watch? Uh, well, I got two things. I don't know what I'm going to use for my, um, winner's, my choice. winner's choice, but I will talk briefly about a movie I watched today that I revisited that I hadn't seen since it came out in 1996, and that is The Ghost and the Darkness, oh. starring Val oh, Kilmer I like and that Michael movie. Douglas. Yeah. It's got problems, oh, yeah. but it's really no, so entertaining. I saw that movie in theaters, and I remember just thinking it was so cool yeah. and so awesome, and so revisiting it, I was worried because it got you know trashed when it came out, and I was thinking, like, I remember liking it. Yeah. And yeah, it has problems. Val yeah. Kilmer has a terrible accent that comes and goes uh-huh. that never bothers me, so I don't care. No, yeah. <laughs> and Michael Douglas shows up and is just sort of like, hey, you're not really doing anything other than being your slimy guy, but now you're fighting a lion. And I'm like, I'm on board for that. Yes, <laughs> and then, totally. And the director is the same director as Predator 2, so it like looks yeah. good. And yeah, no, and the lions, yeah. when they come and the attack, is, stuff is great. terrifying. Yeah, it's, it's great. Really... And it's a true story that's yeah. a completely fucking crazy story yeah it's yeah. So, it's like not it's about two lions that are dicks yeah pretty much <laughs> yeah and so it's a total weekend movie it's not gonna blow you away but i had a good time with it <gasps> excuse Hello. me friend have you seen ghost in the darkness hey ghost <laughs> baby go see mommy okay mommy. can you close the door beatrice baby close the door <laughs> Thank you, Angel. <laughs> it's very high. <laughs> you can do it. Good See ya. girl. <laughs> Still going. There yeah, you go. Goes. <laughs> right. Yeah, Ghost in the Darkness. Pretty good. It's pretty good. It's a weekend movie. Check it out. Nice. You'll see some good. I'll watch that one again. Yeah, That's a nice s- like Sunday afternoon. Yeah, flick. totally. Mm-hmm. The 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 attack scenes all work. They're very t- tense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Val Kilmer has a funny poorly executed accent so yeah, yeah, <laughs> you can yeah. laugh at that sure yeah what else um i saw something but just before i uh, <laughs> we had a child uh enter, enter into the room for a second we just maybe think something funny maybe you've had something like this happen but a child enter the yeah, room yeah and do <laughs> no it's just i have this thing going on now it's happened more than once so i guess it's a thing uh when we go over to uh the grandparents place 
Uh, Zoe will go upstairs, and when I go to the top of the stairs, she says, Daddy, stay there. <laughs> and then she goes into the spare room that has a phone that isn't plugged in, and she like airs her grievances with me on the phone. <laughs> what? Yeah, she was like mad at me. She was mad because we didn't let her watch Paw Patrol or whatever, and she went in there, and I could hear her talking. I came in. She's like, just stay. You stay out there. <laughs> and then she was done. She came out. I'm like, are you, are you mad at Daddy? And she was like, yes. I'm like, why? And she said, I told you on the phone. <laughs> oh, and then she was awesome. like, cool. Like, then she, it was done. And yeah. she was, you know, she squashed that beef. Sure. Yeah. I love and that. And then it happened again, like a week later. She was up there. She's like, you stay there at the stairs. And she went in and yelled at the phone for a bit. Something about me not chasing her. <laughs> I guess I was like doing something well, else Craig, and couldn't chase her. chase her. I might yeah. not have chased her that you time. Have. Exactly. <laughs> anyway. I love that that got it out. Yeah, that's yeah. amazing. Put you on the phone. Yeah, she's she's really good at uh, dealing with her problems. Yeah, yeah get yeah, it yeah. out into the phone. Now I want to try. She like... was her. You know what? The best thing about it is her imaginary friend is a therapist. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's so um, good. Yeah, it was all right. So uh, I saw a movie uh, called Upgrade. Oh, oh shoot. I haven't watched that no, yet. Yeah, either. with that. Uh, what's his name? From the OC, Logan, Logan Marshall Green, Marshall yeah. Green, he looks like uh, uh, Tom Hardy dressed yeah. up as uh, James Lagro for Halloween. <laughs> yeah. Um. So yeah, and it's by uh, what's his name there? From Lee Lee, Lee Wannell. 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 Uh, who is the uh, writer of Saw and uh, co-star of Saw and uh, co-writer of many things, yeah. writer of many things, and director of a few. And this is a this is a Blumhouse uh, joint. Yeah, written and directed by him. Yeah. Um, and it's about a guy who it's it feels kind of has a RoboCop start where yeah. a guy, but it's his family that gets killed, and uh, or his wife anyway. Uh, no, no children, just so everyone knows. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I needed to know. Yeah. <laughs> um, and he becomes paralyzed, but then he's offered a uh, upgrade of this thing attached to his spine that will then like help him walk again, no longer uh, quadriplegic. Anyway. Uh, this movie's great. Yeah, yeah, I heard good things. I had a blast with this I've movie. Heard nothing but good things. And yeah. he is excellent in it. Yeah. Nice, uh, Logan Marshall Green. He's really good because he does have to do some really particular physical acting for a lot of the movie, uh, where his head is a little bit independent of his body, or okay. vice versa, right? Because the body yeah, because is. Yeah. From what I've the, heard about this movie is that the cool thing about it is that he's sort of the reluctant uh, mm-hmm. robot. Oh, yeah, 100%. Um, I don't want to spoil too much. Uh, it's really worth a watch, and it's directed really well. Nice. Uh, Lee Wanhell did a fine job directing this movie, particularly some of the action sequences. I will tell you, I was a little disappointed with this movie because the first r- true action sequence that happens in it, the first fight, is one of the best things I've seen in a movie in ages. Nice. And I thought the movie was going to be one thing because I liked the scene yeah. so much. But it kind of isn't that thing. And I was like, oh, what a lost opportunity. That was about to be the best movie I've <laughs> ever seen. Instead, it's just a, merely a very good one. Okay. But that first action the fight camp. that yeah. happens is superb. Nice. The choreography is amazing. Uh, Logan Marshall Green is 150% in it. He is unbelievable. And yeah. the direction of the scene is spectacular. Wow. Uh, and yeah, but then I thought I was getting something yeah. else out of this movie based on that scene, and then it was like, oh, okay, that was I see. 
And then watching the whole movie, it was it works, it's fine. I get why they did what they did. Yeah. Anyway, I just would, I saw an opportunity for something else, <laughs> but uh, it's really worth a watch. It's a, it's a terrific action movie that's got a pretty decent story, some fine Sweet. dialogue, and good acting across the board. Yeah, I'm gonna watch it. I've been definitely check to, it yeah. out. It's a good time. Uh-huh. It's not Sweet. gonna it's not gonna change the game or anything yeah. like that, but it's, I mean, there's we're it doesn't need few to and far me. between for yeah. entertaining action movies. Yeah, yeah, just the fact that we got like. A trashy sci-fi, like a violent mm-hmm. trashy sci-fi, mm-hmm. um, 80s style, uh, uh, you know, killing robot guy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah Worth your time. That's all I Worth want. Yeah. Time. Sweet upgrade. Upgrade. Yeah. Gotta check it out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Casey, anything else? Yes. Yeah. Uh, uh, my wife and I got to, to slip away to the theater um because she wanted to see a movie and we so rarely get to see yeah. uh, uh movies that she wants to see so we saw uh crazy rich Asians. oh i want to see that bank. doing very yeah, very well getting really good reviews you know why because there are a lot of asians in the world who like to be represented in yeah film. yeah um mm. and this movie does that and uh it's really really sweet yeah like this movie does not um it's based on a book, yeah, and you can really feel that. It's one of those things. You know how when a movie's based on a book and it'll have a storyline, it'll have a bit of, of a yeah. storyline that you can feel is a little bit yeah, more yeah, fleshed yeah. out in the book, yeah. but it needs that storyline to balance everything, so yeah. they just do a bit of that, and it does that well. It's like, here's a bit of this storyline uh, just to sort of like balance out uh, uh, sort of a well-rounded sense of yeah. what relationships can be like and, and how some relationships are affected. Um, it does enough of that uh but other than that it doesn't really it doesn't really like defy the genre of yeah. romantic comedy and in a lot of ways it really sticks quite closely to some of the tropes like there's a point where it's like well we got to introduce a bunch of people so well let me tell you a little bit about my family first of all there's this crazy guy yeah <laughs> there's this lady and she's a real match <laughs> you know uh but uh but I, I didn't mind any of it because the movie was like, hey, we're going to do this and that this is what we are. Yeah. And it came by it completely honestly. It's really, really sweet. Awesome. Um, yeah, I want to see it. And uh, uh, I, I don't know who Aquafina is. <laughs> I don't know why she's named after water, <laughs> but uh, uh, she's really wonderful in yeah, this yeah. movie. Like, she's like the, the absolute. Um, De facto uh, comic relief in yeah. this movie. MVP. Yeah. Uh, Much better than Dasani. Yeah. Uh, uh, oh, Dasani is terrible <laughs> in this movie. And Evian, mm. come on. <laughs> and President's Choice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, no. It's, yeah, uh, I I heard a trailer for this movie on the radio, which was sort of fun. I was like, oh, they still do this. Yeah, and, yeah. and I was like, I didn't know what it was for. And I'm like, well, this sounds charming. It is. It's <laughs> yeah. quite charming, and it's it's headed up by now the guy in it. I'm like, I do not know why this guy was chosen because he is just dead weight. Uh, so this movie is basically. Uh, uh, rests on the shoulders of uh, Constance Wu, yeah. who I have just absolutely nothing but time for. Cause she's mm. absolutely yeah. fucking wonderful. Mm. Love her on Fresh Off the Boat, and uh, she's so great in this. Really sweet and really honest performance. But yeah, just just a heck of a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah. nice. Yeah. yeah, it's made so much money. Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, I want to see it. Crazy Rich Asians mm-hmm. in theaters. Yeah, neat. And it is a movie that occasionally I get mixed up with another movie. I want to call it Crazy Stupid Asians, but uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, that's not that. what it's called. Yeah, yeah. 
Um, what else? I'm going to save my other potential for my mm-hmm. uh, roulette. What do you guys have? Anything else? <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. Um, yeah, I don't, yeah. I can't, uh, <laughs> yeah. I, oh, I watched Ready Player One. Oh, okay. Oh, what'd you think of that? I watched uh, that too. Yeah, I didn't like it. <laughs> no, it wasn't very good. That's why. <laughs> I, I thought it was, uh, a movie that happened. Like, I, I, I didn't dislike it. No, there was, I it was, was like on, and while yeah. I'm watching it, I was just like, this is fine. Yeah. And to then be- it was over, and I was like, Okay, I'm fine. I was, I'm fine with that part. I was almost more surprised that there was as much in it that I didn't hate that I was like, because some of it I really hated, and then when something that I didn't hate happened, I was like, oh, okay, oh, some yeah. nice, fun things are happening. Like they do that whole race. And then they come back to it again shortly after and you, that you see underneath the yeah, race. And I was neat. like, hey, that's kind of neat. I like sure. being underneath this race for yeah, a couple yeah, minutes. That's fine. Because <laughs> I didn't yeah. like that race where it's just no. a bunch of shit being thrown at you. Yes. And then I was like, oh, a fun little twist on it. Right. Yeah. And then there's the scene that that was kind of like a very divisive scene later in the movie where they go kind of into a property. And I loved that. Mm. But oh, a lot of people uh, hated it. Yeah, I I, we'll think, I feel like Kubrick. I very much yeah. could have hated it, but I was like, all yeah. right. I just like, didn't, yeah, I didn't care because it just felt too... And also, if somebody's going to rip off Kubrick, I guess it is. it can be... For Steven me, it was Spielberg, just more like, sure. If, even I, though... I feel like if anybody they were was, a little connected, yeah. yeah if Kubrick was going to be all right with it. But I, I didn't feel any of the Spielberg warmness no. in this. I, it's, it's crazy. The yeah. entire time I kept going, this is Steven Spielberg? Yeah, yeah. 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 Like, and I don't know, yeah, there was just no touch to it. Yeah. yeah. I just was, felt like at yeah, least... But I, I didn't feel that from, like, Minority Report either. I haven't felt like... I don't I know. There's a bit before. of or excitement the post, there. Or, or... No, the post was flat, but I could feel it, like, his way of building a world. Like, it was there in... What was the uh, the one uh, the not BFG the, the one before the post? Uh, oh, uh, 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 spies like us. Spies. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Bridge of spies. Like of spies. spies. I wasn't nuts yeah, about that movie, but it had a it. yeah. It was likable, and it, I felt the world build. You know, yeah, yeah. And, and it like did, it Minority did have Report, some Spielberg schmaltz. Too. Yeah, Minority Report doesn't feel like Spielberg even a little bit, but no. it's fucking tight. It has yeah. a great action. Yeah, movie. and it's super well constructed and entertaining. Yeah, and it has really memorable scenes. Things yeah. that really stand out. Yeah, I but, just felt yeah. like the shining stuff in Ready Player One, even if what it was doing in the footage wasn't like amazing or even super special, it was just like, now there's some zombies coming at the screen. Yeah. I was like, at least you're saying, here's a thing, a property we all know, something we all love, and instead of that me stopping there, at least it's going to be like, now I'm going to play in the sandbox. It's yeah. not like, look at the sandbox. It has the yeah. toys you like. Yeah, anyway, yeah. I was yeah. like, at least you went in and said, like, let's see what we could do in here, floating around the rooms and going into the footage. I was like, yeah, at least yeah. that's like you're engaging with what you are presenting me with, yeah. not just like, oh, we're running down the road and Pac-Man came by. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So this movie was better than Pixels. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I. It's just a miracle that it even occurred to me that I saw it because I don't. Yeah. Want, it's just gone. Yeah. yeah. Who cares? Totally. Um, trying to think what else. If I had anything else, I don't think so. I have two, but I don't know which one I want to use for. Don't mm, 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 mm. I'll say mm. something real quick. Okay. I did see something amazing. Okay. I went and saw David Byrne. Oh, oh nice. cool. Um. He, uh, I saw him at the Sony Center. Is that your first time seeing David Byrne? Yeah. And uh, 
Fifty percent of his set list was Talking Heads. Sweet. Wow. And it was played like Talking Heads. Nice. Not jazzed up or no. He didn't hollow notes it. Um, <laughs> and I think he wanted to make an effort, like stop making sense. Yeah. Because this was a production. Oh wow. And I have never seen a concert like this. Amazing. Ever. It. Uh, it's just a completely bare stage, gray floors, gray, gray curtains that make like a, a box. Okay. And then the band is out there, and they're all in matching gray suits, but there's no equipment. How big are on, those suits? Uh, they weren't very big, but they were similar. They really threw back. Right? <laughs> it might have been intentional. I don't know. There's no equipment on stage, though. All of There's about 12 people on stage, the entire band. They're all strapped. To, they're wearing their instrument. Like, so there's like six guys who are the drum kit, right? They're all of the percussion. What? And then, that's cool. and he go, and there's just like because the curtain separates all over the place, so like a guitar will just come out of the wall that he grabs while he's going by and just shreds a solo, and then it goes back into the wall <laughs> over there. And there, there, there was choreography and themes to every song, to how the lighting worked and how that's shadows unreal. worked and what pattern they did, whatever. In it was one of the best sounding concerts I have ever heard in my life. Where was it? Sony Center. Oh yeah. But their harmonies, because he nails all of the Talking Heads harmonies, like so good. I mean, they did, and they did. <laughs> it wasn't like. Let's do Psycho Killer and all the big. Yeah. You know, it was Born Under Punches. Nice. It was The Great Curve. It was E Zimbra. <laughs> they blind. did E Zimbra. Yeah. They did Blind, which is nuts. They did Blind? Yeah, they crushed it. It was so good. It was visually <laughs> one of the most astounding things I've ever seen. And when, without question, one of the best sounding concerts Amazing. I've ever seen. This, it was here two nights in a row. I wish I had seen it on the first night because I immediately would have bought tickets for the next night to watch it again because it's that good. If it's, uh, he, while he's on this tour, if you if he comes through wherever you are listening, go. Oh, man. Holy that fuck, sounds was so it amazing. I would, I would so, so in a fucking heartbeat go and see David Byrne performing Talking Heads songs. Oh, man. And because, and then the other, the, the, his solo stuff that he was doing, I didn't know all the tracks, uh, but because it was so visual. And yeah. engaging, it didn't matter that like, oh, this isn't that. a Talking Head song. It was yeah. just still watching this performance art happening. Plus, was... plus, I feel like the the older he got, the more world musicy he got, which can be was a pure no, no. That that's that's a that's a, yeah. a bit of a misconception. That's he and Paul Simon did it at the same time, right? And then they both backed away from it again, right? Like he's yeah. he when his stuff has been a little bit more quirky and back to but I feel like strange everything he's pop. Done on his own has at least been somewhat uh, uh, something that you, you could at least appreciate live. Oh, if, yes. If you don't like, if you don't appreciate the music totally. itself, you could just at least appreciate the spectacle of it. Yeah. Yeah. And it's yeah. so, I think the, he has a, a, the visual thing really tied to it. Yeah. Uh, Cause like songs that I, I'd heard off of one of the like more recent albums that I was kind of like, mm, it's okay. Yeah. When I saw it live with the visual sort of representation of like what he's, when he's acting out the song, I'm like, Oh, great. Yeah, he's so good at that. He's so good at it. He's so good at like embodying the song. I certainly hope a concert film comes out of this. That would be cool. Uh, yeah, somewhere after this tour is done, because it was, it was as much a achievement as the stop making sense uh, production was. Wow, I, would say. I didn't know that it like I I think I had seen like oh David Burns coming, but I don't yeah. know yeah. if I is there like a name to the to the tour or. Uh, I didn't know it was going to be like that yeah, kind of a production. Uh, American, uh, American, uh, some pie. Some American. <laughs> yeah, I just didn't know it was going to be that kind of a. American yeah. Pie presents yeah. David Byrne. <laughs> the Naked Mile with yeah. David Byrne. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, sorry, speaking, that actually reminds me uh, very much in that vein of something I went and saw. 
uh, I saw a live production of uh, The Very Hungry Caterpillar. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I saw the photos. He is yeah. very hungry. I was surprised at how hungry. Yeah, yeah. I was like, is he going to be as hungry as he is in the <laughs> we'll book? Because yeah, yeah. you never know if yeah, they're yeah. going to have that kind of budget. And I'm like, four strawberries. No way he's still hungry. But he's still hungry. <laughs> he's still hungry? Where did he get a lollipop? <laughs> Uh, anyway, <laughs> it was, uh, it was mm-hmm. probably roughly very similar production. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then David Byrne was, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he was swinging by. He played one of the strawberries. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, anything else before film roulette? No. no. Okay. Then let's go to film. Roulette. <laughs> Is our segment where the three of us roll a die and the two high rollers get to go see something good, or like this week, they get to choose in a winner's choice week, and the low roller has to see whatever we've picked as the loser film. This week it was Show Dogs, the live action slash uh, CGI sometimes dogs or talking yeah. dogs anyway, <laughs> and uh, yeah, and then we uh, talk about those movies. Uh, we get a punishment album from the low roller, and then we roll for movies next week. Now. We already know, I think, that Greg and I didn't overlap. Um, how do you do? You want to go first, or do you want me to try and figure out what I'm going to talk about first? <laughs> uh, you can. Well, do you want me to go first? You can think about what you're going to talk about. <laughs> Are you really tortured? I'm, over this? Well, my question in my mind is between whether there's a possibility that you guys also watched one of them mm. or didn't. I see. Did any of you guys watch the Puppet Master movie? No. No. Okay. Because. I could have talked about I that, read but a I was kind of hoping that wasn't yeah. favorable. Um, <laughs> yeah, I will, I will, uh, I will pivot away from negativity then and let mm. you do yours, and then um, do my my and then my you pick. Do you. Okay, because yeah. um, that movie fucking sucks, by the way. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck Puppet Master, the Lewis Wright. <laughs> I uh, I went out to the uh, theater and saw Black Klansman. Oh, oh man, yeah. I've been hearing divisive things about. This. Um and I we I went for it because we were trying to decide if we we're gonna watch that or eighth grade yeah and but I kept on looking at the trailer for Black Klansman and it had this. I'm Sandra and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for, but you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. Like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Message with but with the weird off kilter humor and I'm like, man, yeah. that really just makes me think of do the right thing. And like I liked how well that he did that with that movie. Yeah. And so Athena and I rewatched Do the Right Thing like hours before going to Black Clansman. <laughs> let, let me tell you, do the right thing 
is still the fucking best. <laughs> and you like you see what the, the all the expectation on this filmmaker yeah. like cuz it's just devastating. He's such a student of film cuz it plays like West Side Story without a without a love story like but it looks like old Hollywood. Yeah. And yeah. how all the characters move in and out and the use of public enemy and the the radio station how it drops in and fucking oh man and how great Rosie Perez is. I miss seeing her in movies. I miss yeah, Rosie yeah. Perez. Man, it's so good. It's so rich. It's still so vibrant and so important. Uh, so if you haven't ever seen it or it's been a while, rewatch, do the right thing. So that was fresh and we went and saw uh, Black Klansman. And I fucking loved it. Nice. Yeah. It was fantastic. Maybe his best since then. I don't know. I'd have to rewatch everything else. But yeah. It nails everything that he is good at. Uh, and it is super funny. And the performances across the board are yeah, super Yeah, it's got a really good cast. Topher Grace, too. Um, and uh, it's it was it's really funny. It's a really interesting story. Um, and it it does absolutely gut you at the end. Yeah. Uh, and it does a, it it accomplishes something that a lot of when you watch movies that are about a historical thing, mm-hmm. they take place in the past, and it's about racism. There's generally you can kind of watch it with this kind of air of. Look how far we go. This, yeah, look yeah. at the past. This almost fictional well, world of you crazy can't shit. anymore. Yeah, and <laughs> yeah. this this movie. Well, that's the thing. And this movie does a fucking brilliant job of not making of making really aware of how not fictional this is and yeah. how real it still is. And not only did we have we not solved any of this, it could possibly be worse. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I think it's a monumentally important uh, important film to watch right now. It's entertaining is everything you could want uh it handles the it does spike lee doing his thing that he does only that he can do and doing it well yeah it's well edited it's a quick brisk pace even though it's a two-hour movie it moves the whole time the story is interesting there all of the characters are over the top but in a realistic way it's just he, he nails his style uh and i think it's an essential movie and i think uh, at this point it has to be I don't know if there's a. I know we'll get award season to come, yeah. but I would say this is definitely front runner in my mind nice. for a best picture nomination. Wow, it's excellent. It's just excellent, and it's again important. Yeah, nice. I want to see it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I really like. I, I'm somebody who's been really spotty with my enjoyment of Spike Lee. Well, because his discography, his, his filmography is very spotty, super spotty. Yeah. And uh, I have and, seen. And like I feel like he started on a real high because I like. I think she's got to have it. Oh, as that's a really, so good. Really, really well-made mm. tiny movie. Yeah, I've never feels, seen it. It's great. Uh, uh, and then you know, do the right thing. I, I, I liked. I, I never really loved do the right thing. And Jungle Fever was where I was like, oh, okay. Like, mm. I think do the right it. thing was almost too big. Like, yeah. I think he was like then jumping to a, a, a different class of film too aggressively yeah you know um and yeah jungle fever's like got problems and like i really like malcolm x but it's too long yeah and it has problems but it's it's of a very high quality yeah and then it's like and then but mo better blues is fucking amazing i've never seen mo better my god it's really good um Uh, and then he got game is amazing uh, but then there's, you know, like, Crooklyn is like, okay, Clockers is like, okay. Yeah, I've never seen Clockers. No, okay. Uh, and that 23rd hour or whatever it's called, or 3rd 20, hour. 25th hour. Yeah, I've seen that. 40, yeah. 47. It's okay. It's, uh, yeah. It has moments. It's fine. Yeah. yeah. But I, I don't think I even got all the way through, because I was like, yeah, uh, yeah. I ran out of steam with that. That's sure. one that almost particularly feels like 
Like I am. That's a movie that I'm always like, oh yeah, that was Spike Lee. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Like, it's it, very like it does deal with stuff that he would deal with in movies, but sure. it almost feels like less of a like. Well, it was that time period yeah. where he kind of, I think, needed to reroute his. Yeah. Well, yeah, because he he kind of spent technique. a little bit of time just kind of doing doing Hollywood. Like he did that yeah. uh, Clive Ins- Owen uh, Inside Man. Inside yeah. Man. Yeah. I heard that. I keep seeing that that was actually really good. Yeah. And I remember I keep hearing that it's better uh, than. You think. Yeah. It, it's not bad. The trailers when it came out, I was I like, saw well, it this looks terrible. Yeah. No, <laughs> I it's, it looked really it's pretty. It's pretty. It's slyly directed. Yeah. Again, he's a student of film. Like he really gets yeah. it. Yeah. And knows how to do some stuff with it. And this, but this is this is on a different. I think this is him not trying to like. I'm gonna reshape what Spike Lee yeah. is. Like this is just like he knows what he's doing. He's telling the kind of story that he is that he's best at telling. Yeah, uh, and maybe he's the guy to tell it. You know, like yeah. Uh, um, so yeah, this is. I looked at this as like yes, this was the potential of do the right thing. Nice, cool. Uh, yeah, Black Clansman. Yeah, you should watch Do the Right Thing again. Yeah, yeah. I, uh, I, I, I was saying this to a friend at work the other day. Like, I feel like I want to go through and do another Spike Lee uh, mm. uh, kind of retrospective. Mm. I like, want to selected do that, yeah. retrospective. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so but definitely check out Mo Better Blues. It's great. Yeah. It's really, really good. Yeah. Uh, yeah really, uh, it's worthwhile. See in theaters, too. It's a nice looking movie. Yeah. Like, it's really well shot. I want to see worth, it. It's worth the big screen. Black Klansman. Did yeah. you see it? Uh, let us know what you think. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, so my movie, I mentioned I wanted to pivot away from negativity because of how much I really did not like the Puppet Master movie. Yeah. So one of the things that I did see in theaters recently, which is funny because almost immediately after I saw it in theaters, it was released, <laughs> like not in theaters. So you mm-hmm. can you can rent this now, I believe, uh, on Google Play. But I saw Won't You Be My Neighbor, oh. the documentary by Morgan Neville about Fred Rogers. Mm-hmm. Um and Fred Rogers, for me, was never the guy on TV. Like, I watched Fred Rogers, but I was never, like... More of a Mr. Dress-Up guy. Yeah, I was. I saw, oh. like, I was very into Mr. Dress-Up and Fred Penner and... and but but I did see, like, he was in my viewing rotation. Yeah, just, it was I, a massive part of my Yeah. Show. Yeah, yeah, me too. I feel like it was more a part of other people than mine, but I still really wanted to see it because of how mm. much I loved what it was and so i feel like because of that i loved this movie maybe a little bit more than some people because i did see some reviews being like well like a lot of this isn't new information and i was like well it was new to me because i only have a cursory like representation of his life like um but it's basically as a documentary it's fine it's doesn't break the mold it does the things that you expect a documentary to do it does a little bit of a recap of his life and then a bit of a sort of recap of the show and how it started and where it went and when he stopped uh there's like little animated interludes that are really well done but it's the kind of thing where you're like structurally and technically this is just the same as any other documentary you would see about somebody but because it's about him and because it is such a warm well executed and and wonderful movie about a wonderful person it's so important to see and i feel like almost hopping off like black Klansman being important for a certain reason i think this is also really important to see because it is such a movie that instills like a hope and and a positivity and you want the world to be better and why can't we just all love each other like it leaves you on that kind of a like you're wiping a tear but you're 
you're leaving being like i should be a better person <laughs> like i left I, and when i left theater i was like i should be a better person we should just love each other and like we everyone should just be positive <laughs> and it's like so it's so good and 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 it uh it doesn't uh dive too deep into like elements of him you know there was always like some questions about like his sexuality and stuff and it doesn't really they don't dive into that they do a bit of stuff shit yeah yeah exactly (laughs) anything to do with anything and they do literally has nothing to do with anything and they do touch on one of the co-stars of the show who was gay and there was a bit of like he wasn't allowed to come out because how it would reflect on the show and 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 there's a bit of a like, oh, but like he was so progressive on the show in these ways. But then in, in reality, there was one thing that was a little bit too far at the time. Mm. So it doesn't necessarily shy away from like the complicated issues of him as a man. But right. it also mostly focuses on just how wonderful he is. I hadn't seen the footage of him like saving PBS by going on uh, and like oh, reading the song lyrics and stuff. And so that mm. to me, I was like, holy shit, this is amazing. Yeah. <laughs> that part, like I've seen, I've just yeah. seen that footage uh, before yeah. like, a bunch of times. And yeah. It, and I'd never it seen that. Just brings a tear to my eye. Totally. Time. And, and just wonderful. The, all the footage of him with children, the way that he looks at the children and engages with them on their level. And is just like, so beautiful and honestly one of the things that brought me closest to crying was the footage of him with uh amy the gorilla have you seen that footage no holy shit it's just like so i don't know why that was all of a sudden at the end of the movie they're showing that footage and i was like that was the closest i came to cry because here he is with this animal and they're like having this engaging conversation the animals like sign languaging that like amy is so happy that you came to visit me and like climbing in his arms for hugs and i was just like oh my god <laughs> yeah it's just it's a really solid movie and it just leaves you on a really kind of positive note especially with like the way the world is and all the hate that's out there and 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 yeah it just makes you want to be a better person <laughs> and make the world a better place in Amazing. whatever way that you can uh so even though it's just like a good a good doc like you you watch it on netflix and you don't have to see it in theaters but it was nice to see it in theaters because there was a kind of a lot of sort of like shared moments of like, <gasps> but yeah, you watch it with like your family. There was these, a family with kids in front of us that were probably a little bit too young to be seeing this kind of a documentary where it wasn't all just like, here's happy the story sunshine. of the happy sunshine yeah. you get man. But I felt like they were getting like a really cool experience by seeing this movie about a wonderful man. And like, yeah, like you could watch it with your family and there, you know, have a discussion about it and stuff. If you have like kids of a certain age, yeah, I I really liked it. I thought well, it. I'm gonna yeah. watch it. And I discuss think... it with Walt. As yeah, soon as I can. <laughs> yeah, it's good. It's really, really good. Yeah, made me happy and sad, but in a sad, happy way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So check out "Won't You Be My Neighbor." I think you'll like it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, speaking of movies that make you sad and happy at the same time, you I saw... watched Show Dogs. <laughs> Show Dogs <laughs> made me sad that I had to watch it mm-hmm. and happy when it was over. Yeah. <laughs> This is starring Will Arnett, right? This is starring an odd cast of people. Will Arnett is the... Uh, um, well, he's not titular because he's not a show dog. <laughs> uh, he's the, the cop who has to team up with Ludacris. Who's As a dog. dog. Oh, God. <laughs> uh, yes. And they have to uh, <sighs> solve the capture of a tiny panda bear. Okay. Uh, uh, or like some people are keeping a little panda bear, a little CGI panda bear in uh, 
captivity and Wonderful. they've got to figure out why by going undercover at a dog show. Okay. So the dogs talk? Oh. To the yes. people? Yeah. Well, the dogs do this talk to the people. This is a world where the dogs have jobs? It's one of those... Are there other dogs with jobs? Um, like cab drivers and grocery stores? No, unfortunately. What the fuck? Um, it's, uh, it's just a place where dogs talk and it's the, it does that thing where it's like they don't really, like, they don't they talk to the the humans, mm-hmm. and the humans are like, "Oh, what am I? What am I talking to a dog? I must be losing my mind." But like, they don't actually inter- They don't oh. have a conversation. Oh. It's just well, like that's... the dog's like, "Hey, why don't you go fuck yourself?" And then yeah. the <laughs> man's like, huh, "I better go fuck myself." You know, yeah. uh, like, what? Like, Did he so, tell him well, to do that or not? Didn't they 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 hold that for the whole movie? Uh, yet they yet they're like, we'll, we'll put this. <laughs> If they don't actually talk to the dogs, why would you trust the dog understands he's undercover? What? Yeah. Well, what, because <laughs> this movie is. Why would uh, you uh, just? Yeah. Okay. It's a simple explanation for okay. the reality of this movie. Okay. It was made by fucking morons. Okay. Uh, okay. Uh, it, this movie is uh, insulting. Like it's it's a zero sum game uh, where th- there's uh, there's it tries to do kind of a world building thing. But it doesn't follow any rules or anything like that. It's, and, and, and it's just dull and flat. Right. And man, Ludacris is, is, uh, he's, he's bad on screen. Like when he's <laughs> like in a movie. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you guys remember Crash, uh, which aside from him is exceptional. Yeah. Uh, uh, but, uh, but yeah, as a voice actor, he is so flat and just not interesting at all. And, uh, like, I love Kate, Kate Micucci. I think she's great. She's so awful in this movie. Really? Oh, man. She's so, uh, her and Anders Holm and, uh, Frizzy Hair workaholic. Yeah. Um, Blake Anderson. Play, yeah. They play these pigeons that, uh, fly around. And, but it, it, it's quite amazing. It's got all these characters and all of these places where there could be jokes, but like where, where there could be a joke, somebody just goes, "Hey, here comes another dog again." It is so devoid of jokes, like it's like it's intentional. Wow, uh, and it's a real bummer. And Will Arnett just seems really tired. Yeah. Oh man, and it, it, it's—I'm pretty sure my retina's just detached at a point <laughs> because it's—it's it's a movie that you're watching and it's happening in front of you, and you're just like, I can't pay attention to this because nothing's happening. Like it's so by the numbers. It's like, and here comes RuPaul as a, a dog that you assume RuPaul RuPaul's would in be. It? Yeah. yeah, as a voice, uh, uh, and uh, and you're like, oh, and here comes uh, uh, it's not Julio Iglesias. What's his name? Uh, something Iglesias. Enrique. No, uh, he's a uh, he's a big fat co- comedian. Jeff. Uh, Jeff Iglesias. <laughs> um, and he he's just like, okay, well, he's just gonna do Gabriel his... Iglesias. Right. He's just gonna do his high energy uh, kind of bull crap, and mm. and it's just an absolute nothing. Just nothing happens. It's hard to explain how nothing this movie is. Like, it'll be like, okay, well, now they have to... He, he's going to be... Because he's a Rottweiler. Um, ludicrous. Now he's going to be in the Rottweiler uh, uh, competition. And he wins the Rottweiler competition. <laughs> Next. Just not... Like, nothing feeds into anything else. It's just these scenes that bump up against each other while this half-assed yeah. plot is going on. Yeah, oh, this movie sucked my butt. Yep. Oh man, Show Dogs, Wicked. terrible. 
Yeah. From the director of Beverly Hills Chihuahua. Did we ever do that as a punishment film? Can't imagine. I feel like you saw it. I don't think uh, I did. I might be thinking of True Beverly Hills. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Great movie. I don't think I ever saw Beverly Hills Chihuahua. The movie poster that had to have the phonetic Chihuahua. Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> I don't know if anyone will know how to say it. Um. All right. Speaking of punishments. Yep. We get to talk about an album I gave you guys called the Duran Duran Tribute Album, released on Mojo Records in 1997, um, featuring 14, 15 tracks, and I want to go through it uh, track by track. <laughs> <laughs> so I gave you guys this because I like doing terrible uh, tribute albums, and because this was on Mojo Records around the oh. time of the ska third wave uh, explosion where any old band that had any kind of little upstroke guitar rhythm for at least a second in their yeah. song could get a record deal. <laughs> yeah, what a garbage time. It was so frustrating because I was such a huge ska freak. Of actual ska. Well, yeah. Well, a revival period and with the original you know, mm-hmm. Desmond Decker era, but I was so into specials and yeah. selector and madness, madness and English beat and oh, all English that shit. So I just loved, 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 still do. And then when this all started happening, I'm like, yay, because it was like mid or end of high school. I'm yeah. like, more ska. <laughs> I know it's something sounds oh, wrong, wait. but I'm just going to grit through it for a little while. <laughs> yeah, I was... remember you going through that yeah. because I remember it was like, oh, ska's getting big. This is kind of cool. And yeah. I remember you just slowly getting beaten down by <laughs> yeah, it. Because yeah. you'd be like, oh, Suicide Machines, this is cool, I guess. And yeah. Then, and then, for a moment like, oh. and then wait. And I remember you owned a Goldfinger record. You no, like, I didn't. No Goldfinger. Gold. <laughs> there was there was one of those records uh, that you owned. No, I didn't have Goldfinger. I had, <laughs> I had a Real Big Fish EP. Oh, maybe that's Gross. what it was. Yeah, and it was yeah. very bad. Yeah. yeah. I just bought it because it was like yeah, in it's the Scott section. section. <laughs> yep. It was horrible. Oh, man. Unpleasant. Well, uh, I gave you guys the Pixies album. They had a song on there. So now we can just start ranking real Big Fish cover songs oh from worst to worstest. Yeah. <laughs> so now when you listen to this on Spotify, it just says various artists. Yeah, it doesn't give you the names. Not at all. I was so excited I listened to it that. in the car and I'm like, I don't, this is, uh, there's the Deftones and then this is not various artists. It all sounded like one <laughs> long band to me. I couldn't differ- differentiate anything. Oh. See, I that's that's listening to it because I actually it's not on Google Play. So you had uh, to go song so by I, song. So I had to kind of go a searching. So I wonder oh, if there's God. anything that I missed. But one thing that I that uh, I was really amazed by was like this really like when all these kinds of bands are doing songs that you uh, recognize. Yeah. So you can kind of put that away. Like I can take as read that I know this melody. Yeah. Mm. You really get a fine sense of the different ways that these bands suck. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you're like, oh, this band sucks in a little grittier way. Yeah. Or, or yeah. this band, like Real Big Fish. The the, the Real I, Big Fish thing, I think, was probably the most egregious <laughs> well, thing. Well, I just realized it was them now because yeah. I was listening and Hungry Like the Wolf was the one where I was like audibly going like, Ugh, Yeah, because it's Jesus. gross because it's, and that, it's the, lounging. And what was with the fucking, the, the rambling at the beginning, the oh my stage God, banter I or something. Hate it. I, I couldn't wait for you guys to hear that because I was what like, up? this is going to the piss fuck? them off. Why is that there? I don't know. Why are they like, oh, that's Because they think it's funny. That's yeah, I was like, if, if I don't hate, if I didn't hate this song, I fucking hate this guy. Yeah. Fucking, Luckily, I hated the song, shit. too. So the first song was Rio by Goldfinger. And it sucks. Sucks. Yeah. Sounds about... Yeah, but that sucks. It's like, oh, yeah, no, I expected this to suck no, no, in no. this way. Uh, yeah, but then, but it just kept going. And then yeah. they're doing the... 
Ronnie James Dio thing they swung in there and yeah. they were flipping around some other stuff yeah. and I'm like this is so I was so exhausted when it was over because it <laughs> shifted around to a couple of things I'm like oh no you needed just the beginning 14 more songs hold back so, the rain that sucked I will say Planet Earth that sucked those are, so Buck 09 and Homegrown and Wisecrack for even for somebody who was in this scene are bands that I'm like no one cares about like i'm sure there's bucko nine fans out there but i'm like no one cares about bucko nine they're yeah. so forgettable so are homegrown terrible yeah uh so are river phoenix and fucking yeah river what? Phoenix. wisecrack what one of the bands is named river phoenix they're called river phoenix uh when they recorded that song then they changed their name to phoenix tx they're oh. they're garbage yeah they're they terrible are. fuck them uh, oh and yeah their ordinary world cover is Terrible. terrible oh gob that's yeah okay yeah. well oh, so they're Deftones, they are four. a view to a kill i didn't like but i didn't hate like everything yeah. else on here because and it's I was from like, a period of gob being like i could i'm i'm pretty down with early gob what's so that I'm go jump like, in a lake song yeah that's fine i wanna jump in the lake and that's yeah. a bit more like just around this time where they probably went even poppier i feel like this was around their first cd where they're pretty they're pretty bit more fun man a bit more punky <laughs> sure yeah and it was fine because i'm like well that's basically like yeah you just more like a did a really fast punk version sure. of that song so and so and it was short yeah which was nice totally um everything else pissed me off less than jake awful and there's two versions of girls on film one by wesley willis fiasco mm-hmm. yeah what was that like i didn't find that okay oh it's not on my listing here when i look at it on where i'm reading where the artists were yeah um i don't know it was <laughs> it wasn't good yeah because that's a bit of i was like why is this song on here twice because like as a duran duran fan i find girls on film to be a lesser song yeah it's fine yes it is a lesser song um although it did it, it did give birth to one of my favorite things that uh paul f Tompkins does yeah i think it has this thing where he has this thing in his brain where he can't uh if he hears something that uh like with the same syllables as girls on film, he has to go two minutes later. It's <laughs> <laughs> really wonderful. I, I feel like good. it. It it was a big single right off that girls first on one. film. Yeah, oh, so like huge, I feel it's like a huge, monumental why. hit, and with its band video, there was but a lot it's of, weird that lot around it that like you know Rio and Hungry Like a Wolf are also ginormous. So girls on film is definitely one of the biggest. Yeah, I would say, but I don't think it's bigger than. Yeah. The reflex. <laughs> or hungry like the wolf necessarily. I uh Yeah, this sucked nuts. I hated this. But the Deftones? Yeah. Yeah, Deftones cover is really good. That that was actually another thing that was uh that sounded like I thought it was gonna sound. Yeah. I was like I know it's not the surprising. Death... It's no, like, no, but... and, and that's yeah. that is arguably my favorite Duran Duran song. And I'm not mm. the world's hugest Duran Duran fan. Yeah. But uh but that is definitely my favorite song. And I was like yeah. I, I know what this song sounds like. Yeah. I know what this band sounds like. And yeah. I have a feeling that the is. marriage is going to sound like this. Yeah. And it did. Yeah. Yeah. And and Chino's like, going to sing the shit good. out of it because yeah. that's the right pitch for him. Totally. Yeah. you know. And, but yeah. it's also the right ambiance for uh, yeah. for, for something that, that is Deftones. So, yeah. 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 yeah at, really nice. At the very least, out of this scenario, while you guys were listening to this album, I made a playlist of exactly these songs, but by Duran Duran, oh, and nice had playlist. a great time. Yeah, those, those are uh, top tracks. It was a wonderful greatest yeah. hits uh, playlist. Yeah. <laughs> so what's coming uh, our way, Casey? Well, this punishment? this is one of those. I don't really know what this sounds like, and I'm curious because I feel like there's some sort of integrity around this. Yeah. Uh, thing, but I don't really understand the kind of thing. And I saw this performer on Saturday Night Live, and I was like. I don't 
I don't know if I like what you're doing, but mm-hmm. everybody seems to. So uh, Cardi B yes. has an album out mm-hmm. uh, that uh, is called Invasion of Privacy. Mm-hmm. It's a new album. And she's got guests on it like Chance the Rapper and uh, uh, Zza. Um, yeah. And these are people that I hear in in uh, sort of integrity. This has gotten very good reviews. Yeah, like. yeah. People yeah. seem to I've like. I've listened be... to it. Oh yeah, yeah. People a seem little to be like uh, um, uh, pretty like like again. They speak very highly of her. And my first uh, reaction to her was like, I don't really get this. So yeah. <laughs> okay then. Up. Yeah. Sweet. Cardi B. Cardi invasion B. of privacy. Mm. Oh, <laughs> now who's the rapper? Mm-hmm. Uh, All right, rolling. so rolling. I believe we decided it would be a winner's, winner's choice because the, apparently the movies forgot it was still summer. Yeah, yeah. I'm sweating right now. Means summer. <laughs> I also forgot that uh, I was supposed to provide the dice. So I got to die here. Oh, no. oh, a real one or your fucking app? Not my app. <laughs> yeah, I don't trust that app. either. <laughs> Witchcraft. I got the old. Oh, the, the old nine-sided, oh, nice, old, ten-sided die. So winner's choice, wanna... see whatever you want. There's some stuff out. Mm-hmm. Uh, still haven't seen eighth grade, lots of other stuff. Yeah. But I'm really excited to talk about The Loser. Right. Well, or at least the poster. Yeah. So 2018, we are seeing a brand new film available uh, by uh, a director who was Known on IMDb for being the transportation department on Stephen King's Dead Zone. <laughs> oh, although also assistant director on and Dead he Ringers. And drive a so, car. Did do some assistant directing on a Cronenberg. Uh, oh, there's other uh, films here in the directory sure. category. Um, but we are going to watch something we have no idea no, about. We just clue. saw the poster and picked it. <laughs> Dracula in Love. Yeah. The tagline is sex, comma drugs comma rock and roll dot 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 and dracula period then you die <laughs> exclamation point that's a sentence sex drugs, really, rock and roll and dracula i kind of wish then you die <laughs> if i was gonna switch anything around with this i would switch only two things the period with the exclamation point so it would be sex drugs and rock and roll and dracula then you die <laughs> I think that would be better. There, there's a review on IMDb that says, uh, nice cameras, that's it, 2 out of 10. <laughs> <laughs> Very interesting. Yeah. Yep. Uh, yeah, so I we have no Ooh, idea. One of this. the actors in it has a photo. Oh, oh on just one. <laughs> just one. Yeah. <laughs> wow, only one. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Hey, those aren't cheap. Yeah. Photos? Oh, no. No, you got to pay for them. Yeah. Okay. Here we go. Oh, my God. Roll it. All right. We're rolling. I'm rolling. You're rolling. Right on the ground. Yeah. Can't miss. That's a four. Sweet, sweet four. Dan got a four. Greg got a four. Greg got a five. Casey got a friggin' seven. Seven. Looks like. Oh, well. Yeah, it's seven, Dan. Seven. Dan. Yeah. Hey, Dan. Hey, Dan. Don't you fall in (laughs) love with Dracula. (laughs) Don't you fall in love with Dracula. Don't you fall in love with that upside down Dracula, Dan. (laughs) And don't you and then you die. He's going to sleep upside down. (laughs) In your heart. Oh, my God. (laughs) In the cave that is your heart. Here's your dice. (sighs) Wonderful. So next week we will be talking about Dracula in love and with Dan. Dracula. Winner's choice film. (laughs) Oh, good. Uh, They're both here. Now we got some kids. Why aren't you asleep? 
What's up? What are you going to say? If you're here uh, in the why room, you can... When you jump in my house, you must wear your boots. Uh, when you jump in a puddle, you must wear your boots. That's, That's right. so true. Yeah. That is true. And there I was like don't. a little, little move at the end, like it was a, well, like like, a rap. Well, just, just to show you what jumping in a puddle is <laughs> yeah, like. Yeah. Okay, bye, Angel. <laughs> Take your brother with you, please. <laughs> All right. Well... All right, As well, always, good. we will see you next Wednesday, Internet. Yes. This is, we'll see you next uh, Wednesday. Goodbye, Internet. And yeah. when you jump in a puddle, please, please, please wear your boots. Wear your boots. And you then must you die. wear your boots. And then you die. <laughs> and then you die. <laughs> and you fall in love with your boots. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.